I'm Jaren. And I'm Chris. And this is The The Barker Barker Lounge. Hello, hello, everyone. Hello. Welcome to the Barker Lounge, your one-stop destination for everything dedicated to the 90s sitcom known as Friends. Happy How's everyone doing? Monday. We're out here. We're ready. We're working. Well, you know, most of us trying to get back out there. How are you doing, Chris? Man, it's Monday. It's been a long weekend. But uh, as always, just ready to take our followers and listeners through each episode of Friends. And um, just excited. Give them the highlights. Give them the reels. You know. And tonight's episode is the one with the boobies. Boop, 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 boop. And Jaren, I believe we are now on episode 13. You know, we are. Lucky 13. All right. Or, you know, unlucky in some cases. Make sure you're not standing under a ladder and it's also not a Friday. So with that being said, have you guys ever just walked in on somebody on accident, not on, not intentional, and then you see them naked? Well, we're going to talk more about that in a moment. All right, so let's get right into the first scene where we are at Monica's apartment. And as you guys know, open door policy with the friends. The golden rule amongst the friends, uh, leave your door unlocked and your fridge is prepared to be raided. Yeah. And Chandler walks into the apartment, you know, just casual, think, thinks he's the only one there. And so uh, he goes into the fridge to get some juice or milk or whatever. As per usual. <laughs> And, you know, Rachel was actually in the bathroom just finishing her shower and, you know, she was about to leave the bathroom and she's kind of like got like a towel just like draped over her boobs and like um, like a little wrap around her waist. Yeah, you know, (laughs) perfectly safe in your home. And as soon as she walks out like halfway (laughs) to the living room and uh, Chandler (laughs) closes the fridge, (laughs) they both freak out. Rachel's like, what are you doing? Boobies. Rachel's um towel from the like the top part fell. So she grabbed like a blanket, like a quick like weaved blanket. You gotta love those reflexes. Yeah. Super convenient. And she's like, What are you doing here? You're just walking into the house. And uh Chandler's like well, Rachel, uh, I don't mean to, uh, uh, and she kept trying to like scream and yell and trying to get him to like whatever. And Chandler was like, I don't mean to like, uh, I, I don't want to interrupt. But, yeah. Uh, but, um, you're a uh, nipular. Nipular. That, that's a, uh, that's a new adjective there. We're going to save that one. <laughs> He's like the weave on that blanket is, uh, it's got a little see-through so I can still see it. <laughs> it's like, get out. So she freaked out and I don't know. know why I made her sound like Donald Duck. Insert. You know, one of these days we're actually going to sing the rest of the lyrics to that. One of these days. And so, after that, we go to Central Park. As per usual, the number one meeting destination 
for the Friends Ensemble. Right, and, you know, Ross and Chandler are hanging out on the couch. Phoebe, Monica, and Rachel are, like, at the high table right now because they're talking about Roger, who is Phoebe's new boo. We got a new dating prospect amongst Mm -hmm. the friends. And Roger's at the high table with them, you know, kind of getting to know the girls. Like, Phoebe's, like, all, like, you know. You know, flexing. Because, you know, when you got a new new dating prospect, you got to bring it around the friends, get the check. And he just, like, at first had, like, this great impression on everybody. Like, he was so sweet, so cool. And so uh, Phoebe was like, honey, no, you go there and hang out with the guys so we can talk about you now. (laughs) You know? Like, that's Like, now it's our turn to gossip. And um, so he goes over to the couch and, and Phoebe's just like, isn't he just great and sweet and just, like, you know, bragging about him. Yeah, I mean, because who wouldn't? You know, you're happy. It's a new relationship. Things are going good. And... You're impressing the friends, which is really hard to do sometimes. Very, yeah, yeah. It's like you date me, you date my friends, right? Or you date me, my family, kind of like that. So yeah, it's almost like some mafia stuff. And, and for Phoebe, you know, her friends are her family. So Hashtag Godfather. Very important that you know they that he, that they the, approve, yeah, him. that they approve of him. So you know, at this point. The girls are going back to the couch. Rachel is obviously on the clock again, but you know. Or, you know, hardly on the clock. Hardly As working. we like to say here at the Barker Lounge. And, uh, you know, she goes over to the table, and I mean the couch, and she wants to know if everybody wants to the order. The towel ouch. <laughs> she kind of wants to, you know, pretend like she's working or be nice, maybe, and just ask her friends if they still wanted to order anything, right? But, shockingly enough. You know, enough, generally trying to do her job today. Listen to uh, what happens in this scene. Okay, you guys want anything else? Oh, yes. Could I have one of those? No, I'm sorry. We're all out of those. Anybody else? <laughs> did I uh, did I miss something? <laughs> oh, she's still upset because I saw her boobies. <laughs> well, what? what? What were you doing seeing her boobies? It was an accident. Not like I was across the street with a telescope and a box of donuts. <laughs> change the subject please yeah because hello these are not her boobies these are her breasts okay Phoebes, i was hoping for more of a change you know i don't know why you're so embarrassed they were very nice boobies nice they were nice i mean that, that, that's it i mean mittens are nice wow <laughs> shout out Notice how Ross is uh, obviously like freaked Immediately out. protective. You uh, you saw him? He's like, mean? what are you doing looking at her, her boobies? How? Oh my god. <laughs> Insert Ross voice. Oh, Chandler. Oh, how could you see the boobies? Before and, so, me? <laughs> and so Chandler, you know, after Rachel said, you know, mittens are nice, <laughs> Chandler like did this like expression where he was like rock or hard rock. Low rock hard place. And then, say, like t- two rocks. We just have two rocks in so our hands. He does like a right side, left side kind of movement. You go from a hard place to a hard yeah, place. Yeah, so he goes rock, hard rock, and then he goes in the middle and he goes me. And then Roger, you know, knowing that he's new to the group right now, um, he laughs, right? He's like, keep like, in mind, <laughs> up to this point, he's been completely observational. Just yeah. kind of like sitting in the background watching the friends interact with each other, like yeah. kind of chuckling to himself. Yeah, so he was like doing that. And um, he's like, <laughs> you're funny. <laughs> so at first Chandler's kind of like, 
okay with it because Chandler is the funny guy. Yeah, so, you know, funny, the Chan man. Funny is his thing. Is hamming it up. You know, he's enjoying it. It's like, all right, he thinks I'm funny. Great. But then Roger, <laughs> after he laughs and says you're funny, he goes, I wouldn't want to be there when the last, with the last laugh. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> like it sounded really ominous. And so. It's like, what is that implying? So Chandler was like, uh, yeah, what's that supposed to mean? Sparky? <laughs> like, calm your horse there. And uh, Roger is like, well, you know, nothing. Um, I'm just saying maybe you, you seem to use laughter a lot as a defense mechanism. Oh, shit. Maybe you have intimacy issues. <laughs> and Chandler just looked at him like, excuse you? And then he was like. It's like, how dare you? He's like, how would you know that? And then Roger is like. I'm guessing at this point that he's like a psychiatrist or some sort. And um, I don't think it's been exclusively mentioned. Yeah, yet. it's not mentioned yet, but it, that's what it seems like so far. And he was like, well, it's textbook. It's it's context, you know, like I'm, I'm just saying it just seems obvious or something like that. And Chandler's just like He's just eh. saying in very matter of factly just like well you know everything is a statistic and it's been proven that if you show this behavior yeah you've been known to be this kind of person at the end of the day and roger is like hey man i'm just saying but again i don't know you from adam you know (laughs) and then like brief silence and then he roger still pursues it going single child right only child and chandler's like how did you know that it's almost like you've read my diary He's like, parents were divorced before you hit puberty. <laughs> Chandler's just so like, who is this guy? What? How does he like, know these how things? How do you know these things, right? So at this point, Chandler just kind of like shuts up because it's like, damn. It's guy. like if I say another thing, he's probably just going to predict yeah. my entire life up to this yeah. point. So at this point, you know, Joey walks into the coffee house with his dad, Mr. Tribbiani. Boop, 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 boop. A.K.A. Joey Sr., yeah. And we're finally getting another introduction to the outer reaches of the Friends extended family. Yes. And we're meeting the parents. Yes. Of Sir Tribbiani. And uh, he comes in, you know, and he's he's catching up, saying hi to everybody, like, hey, what's up? You know, and then he looks at Roger like, he's new. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't, who are you? So, like, he introduces himself. Like, I love himself. how his dad's just already familiar with the friends. So, that, like, kind of shows, like, there's some prior history there. Right. Like, they might have all met before at another point. Yeah. And, uh, you know, so Phoebe introduces Roger as her friend initially. Like, yeah, this is my friend Roger. And then he, like, kind of goes, what happened to Mr. Puppet Guy? And then Joey's like. It's like <laughs> Joey's dad already <laughs> knows there was another guy before. Joey's, like, over here with his hand, like. Nope, don't nope, do it, Dad. Stop. Like trying to do it in like the gag cutoff reaction in the background. And then Mr. Tribbiani like moves on the Ross to try to like cover it by going, "So, how's the wife?" Oh, jeez. <laughs> and Ross just like leans his shoulder on Chandler, like, oh, like, can this get any more awkward? And then Joey's just like, "Stop it!" And he's like, "Oh man, I'm two for two, huh?" So. Anyway, like Joey's dad is just knocking it out of the park this episode. We can't even hold it down. Which brings me to the next scene because we're still going to be focused a lot on Joey's family here because. Let's just say there's a yeah. little foreshadowing mm. and uh, future implications. Yeah. So that brings us to Joey and Chandler's apartment. And, you know, Mr. Tribbiani is on the phone with somebody like. But he's being uh, slightly secretive. You might yeah. Say. Like very hushed. Yeah. And he's just like. 
about to hang up the phone and you can hear him saying, all right, sweetie, I love you. Good night. And Joey walks out <laughs> of his room, grabs the phone, the landline from his dad, thinking, oh, is that mom? He grabs the phone and he's just like, hey, uh, I already scheduled that doctor's appointment for you for tomorrow. Or like, you know, just like talking to his mom. Jeez. <laughs> and then the person on the phone is like, whatever they're saying. And Joey's like, oh, wait. And then he goes to his dad and he's like, did you know that this wasn't mom? <laughs> so, Mr. Tribbiani has a mistress. Dun, dun, dun. And Joey's like... Insert more ominous music. Yeah, and like Joey's just now finding all this out. And, and what uh, a way to find out. I mean, just grabbing the phone from your dad thinking it's, oh, you know, I'm just going to talk to mom and hello, random anonymous <laughs> woman. How are you doing this evening? And, you know, Joey being that he's, like, the lady. Oh, you love my dad, too? <laughs> so does my mom. And Joey being, like, the ladies' man that he is, he was actually, like, overprotective. Like, excuse me? Like, wait, you're cheating on mom? So, like, he's over here, like, chopping mushrooms, like, really hard. <laughs> like, really aggressively. Yeah, he's, like, trying to make, like, spaghetti sauce or something. And he's, like, really pissed off and uh, asking his dad, like, how long has this been going, you know? And um, his yeah. <laughs> his dad's over here just, like, Telling him all these good things about her, trying to like, You're like really, like trying to upsell her yeah, almost, like, like without... really buttering Joey up. But at the same time, he's kind of in a really precarious position because like Joey's chopping mushrooms over here. Yeah, so he's like, her name is Ronnie, and uh, she's a pet mortician. <laughs> like, like trying to just give him all these things about her, right? Um, it's a morbid career choice, but uh, you know, weird flex. But apparently. This affair has been going on for about six years, and Joey just now found out about that. Is it even an affair anymore in <laughs> six years? Holy. Seriously. So, you know, that actually kind of, this story kind of connects to the next scene because they, you know, Joey's at Monica's apartment now with Rachel and everybody, and he's like venting like, I just don't get it. Like, you know, they're married. Like, why would he do that? You know? Like, he just can't possibly understand what could separate such a long marriage. Yeah. Which, unfortunately, is a reoccurring problem. Yeah. I mean, and Rachel was just like, you know, why can't parents just stay parents? You know, like, Joey's, like, bummed out. It's really affected him, you yeah, know? Yeah, Joey's having a hard time understanding, you know, people get older, things change. And, uh, yeah, so you guys will definitely hear more about the Joey Tribbiani uh, chronicles in this episode, so. Boop. All right, so we're still hanging out in Monica and Rachel's apartment, and um, as the, Rachel... <laughs> the analytical fun continues. And as Rachel's, like, you know, they're still talking about Joey's mom and whatnot, she turns to Chandler, and Chandler is just, like, focused on her boobs. <laughs> And Rachel's like... But I don't even know if it's intentional at this point. Do you think it was, like, accidental? Definitely not accidental. <laughs> so he was, like, hardcore, like, just deep looking at it. And Rachel's <laughs> like, excuse me? Did you not get a good enough pre look last time? Like, hello? Burn. And, you know, Ross is affected by this, so, you of know. Of course. Poor Ross. He's like... Sitting in the background. He's like, all right, guys, you know, we're all adults here. There's only one That's way. because you saw the nipples. There's only one way to settle this, you know. You saw her boobies, now she gets to see your pee-pee. <laughs> and 
And Rachel's like, he's right. Tick for tack, man. You gotta show me your pee-pee. And uh, it's one of the few times, like, uh, that trade is actually voluntary. Jeez. Yeah. And uh, Chandler was like, uh, you're definitely gonna not see my tack. <laughs> like that. Um, and so anyways, uh, the doorbell rings, or the buzzard for the intercom from downstairs, and Monica answers it, and it's Phoebe and Roger. Which, to the me... The prodigal couple returns. Yeah. Which, to me, I thought was a little weird, because, like I said earlier... It's always been an open door policy, but for some reason... It's like, now we're knocking. Maybe she was doing that because of Roger? I don't know. But, uh... Well, I'm I... sure it would have been something else they would have picked apart if the... Or, you know what, it... Had just opened the door. It could be that the downstairs entrance to the building might have, like, a lock. Like, you have to get in. Maybe they just... I don't know. Whatever. But, anyway. <laughs> enough of that little detail there. But Monica's like, yeah, come on up. And then Chandler's like, great. Roger's here. Yeah, obviously still not thrilled after um, the last experience at the perk, where his yeah. whole family history practically got dragged up in real time. Seriously. And, uh, you know, Joey's like, well, what's wrong with Roger? You know, because he wasn't really like there. Well, of course, he didn't part. get turkey basted like Chandler did. Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> they're just like. That slow like, rotisserie roast. He's like, it's nothing. It's nothing. It's nothing at all. But. I hate that guy. <laughs> and Ross is like, Come. definitely not withholding his judgment there. Ross is like, oh, he's not that bad. He's just, you know, analytical. <laughs> yeah, analytical. Which brings us to this very next part when Roger is now in the apartment. You see, that's where you're wrong. Why would I marry her if I thought on any level that that she was a lesbian? <laughs> Maybe you wanted your marriage to fail. <laughs> Why? Why would I? Why? 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 I don't know. Maybe... Maybe low self-esteem. Maybe... Maybe to compensate for overshadowing a sibling. Maybe you... Wait, wait, wait. Go hmm. back to that sibling thing. Well, I don't know. <laughs> it's conceivable that you wanted to sabotage your marriage so that the sibling would feel like less of a failure in the eyes of the parents. <laughs> that's, that's ridiculous. I don't feel guilty for her failures. <laughs> oh, so you think I'm a failure. Isn't it good? Yeah. <laughs> now you don't like him, Ross. <laughs> it's a family feud now you see next level (laughs) and while he's like going back and forth with roger chandler like leaves the table and chandler gives him like this (laughs) gives him like the drum roll on the shoulder like now you're with me buddy now you get it you know and monica's over here like uh so i get it now you've been sucking up to mom and dad all these years that's probably why you were doing that so you could be the good child you know like this guy is almost like instigator 101 he literally just turned both of them against each other in like two minutes and ross is like hey i married a lesbian to make you look better (laughs) (laughs) and so at this point you know roger is kind of taking turns with everybody he was on the couch now talking to rachel well not talking to her, listening to her. And she's over here crying about, you're right, the weebles, you know? 
<laughs> like he's really just going to town on everybody's like uh, deepest, darkest little anxieties. Yeah, but you can tell in his ex- um, facial expression when you guys are watching the episode that he is like kind of irritated already at this point. Like really, he's like, oh, okay, Phoebe, we gotta go. We're gonna be late for that movie. Like he was like over listening to her talk. Um, Jeez. And so Phoebe, well, he like, kind of brought it on himself. True. He started it. <laughs> but Phoebe was like, all right, guys, this was fun. Like, we're going to leave now. And, uh, Rodney... still kind of, like, lackadaisical. Like, yeah. totally thinking everything's fine. Yeah. Kind of unaware of the foreshadowing from yeah. prior events. And, you know, Roger, they're about to leave. He's like, hey, guys, you know, thanks for having me. Um, you know, this was really fun. And then as he leaves the door, Monica and Ross are, like, eating cookies at the table. And he's like... Hey and Mon, because obviously they look bummed out. They're, you know, Ross and her arguing or whatever. And uh, he goes, Mon, just remember, careful on those cookies. You know, they're not, it's food, not love. <laughs> and she, like, as he closed the door, she, like, threw the cookie at the door. Oh my gosh. Like, I mean, but you're, you're wasting all that love. Don't, don't just throw it at the door. <laughs> they're still good. I'll take the love crumbs. Seriously. And then we um, we go into the next scene now where Joey and Chandler are about to leave the apartment to go home. And as they step into the hallway, they find this uh, older woman just sitting on the floor in front of their door. And, uh, <laughs> and Joey's like, uh, they're like, can we help you? And she's like, oh, I'm just waiting for Joey Tribbiani. <laughs> and Joey's like, uh, uh, did I'm, I make a mistake? I'm Joey Tribbiani. <laughs> And she's like, oh, oh, I'm talking about seeing, oh my God, you're Joey. You're the son. You're so cute. You're so much cuter than your pictures. And Joey's just like, who, who are you? Like, what? And uh, yeah, apparently this is Ronnie, the mistress. Dun-dun-dun. Yeah. And as it gets kind of awkward in the hallway, you know, she's just like. What a way to meet. She's like, uh, you want a cheese nip? <laughs> and Joey's like, just shocked, like not even saying anything. And Chandler's like, uh, I'll take a nip, you know. He's uh, like, might as well have some <laughs> snacks for this potentially cringeworthy entertainment. Right? And so obviously they let her into the apartment. You know, Chandler and her are just getting to know each other on the couch. And Mr. Tribbiani comes back to Joey's place. And uh, he's like, what are you doing here, Ronnie? He's <laughs> like, you come to this, my residence, the place where my son also lives, yeah. and reveal all my secrets. And mind you, you know, Joey's dad, um, the reason why he's visiting is because he took a job um, in town for a few days, so that's why he's staying with Joey, you know, cheaper, spend some time with him. And Ronnie is like, oh, well, you know, you forgot your good hair at my apartment. Wow. <laughs> And so, toupee game is flying. Oh, it, this toupee game is uh, strong. So, <laughs> but um, yeah. So he's just like, all right, well, you know, thanks and whatever. And you know, she was like, I guess she was about to go home. She's like, all right, I better get going so I can catch the last train. You know, oh, um, because it's really late already at this point. It's nighttime. Jeez, I want to catch the last train by herself. Exactly, Mr. Tribbiani's like. I don't want you taking the train this late. No, 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 no. Good guy, good guy. She's like, well, where do you want me to go? And he's like, well, we'll just get a hotel then. And she's like, all right, hotel it is. Like all <laughs> nonchalant and whatever. And then Joey's like, nope. Closes the door. You both are staying here. Wow. Way to put your foot down, son. Right. Mr. Triviani's like, 
Seriously? Hey, 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 hey. I don't care how old you are. As long as you live under my roof, you yeah, I follow the, my the rules. the subtle role reversal there. He's like, Dad, you go stay in my room, and Ronnie, you stay in Chandler's room. <laughs> Chandler has no say. He's like, if you guys go to the hotel, you're going to be doing doing some thing thing, and that ain't happening. No. No. So <laughs> that ended up being the, you know, little sleepover hangout there with Ronnie and... Uh, all that so joey and chandler are sleeping together on their little sofa bed <laughs> and you can tell like I'll be here all week guys <laughs> joey's like tossing and turning can't sleep chandler's like looking at him like dude seriously like why are you moving so much you know and joey's kind of like venting to chandler like actually seeing the serious side of joey here where he's like I don't know, man. I've always pictured it that... Sharing some familiar uh, insecurities. Yeah, he was like, you know, I always thought that when one day, when I finally get to that point where I'm ready to just get married, then that'll just be the one. But now seeing how his dad is and how this is affecting him, it's kind of making him like, dang, dude, like, why? Like, so he's hurt by it, you know, which I don't blame him. Yeah, because it's kind of like shattering his perception of what's supposed to be like the permanence of love. Like, oh, it's mom and dad. They're together forever. Nothing can break that. But he is failing to understand that time has a way of changing things sometimes. Yeah. And Chandler was giving him boost of confidence. Like, hey, you know what? Because he was telling... Because Joey's fear was he didn't want to be like his dad. He didn't want to be that person. Like, yeah, Joey dates. But he was saying when he gets to that point, he doesn't want to be that guy. And Chandler's, like, getting real deep with him. Like, no, dude, you're not him. Yeah. You know, I know when that day comes, like you're going to be like... the sins of the father do not reflect the son. Yeah, you know, and so that was cool. Like, that was a good little talk between the, you know, the good friends there. And, um... Yeah, you know, you gotta get in touch with your feelings there a little bit. Get some understanding. Right. And more importantly for Joey, getting some perspective. And now, it is the next morning, and Ronnie's in her little robe, and she's knocking on Monica's door. And Monica's like... Hi. Hi, random woman who's yeah. appeared at my door. And Ryan's like, hi, um, Chandler's in the shower, but Joey said I could use yours. <laughs> <laughs> and she's just like, okay, but who are you? <laughs> she's like, oh, I'm Ronnie. The mistress? <laughs> so it's Mon- like subtitle. So Monica's like, oh, okay. Rachel's like the bathroom's this way and then like right before Ronnie goes in the bathroom keep in mind that would not happen in real life just like hello random lady yeah shower's that that way oh you know so and so great I probably would not let that happen (laughs) and so Rachel's like before she went to the bathroom Rachel was like hey how long has Chandler been in the shower would you say at this point she's trying to like see the tack tip for tack you know (laughs) pp for short (laughs) but uh ronnie's like you know about five minutes so rachel's like all right chandler it's time like now's gonna be her opportunity for revenge revenge. yeah so she goes across the way to um joey's house and she's like mr tribbiani is just like hanging out at the the counter and she's like what's up mr trib and then she just walks to the bathroom chandler get ready but it was Joey. <laughs> Joey's like, what are you doing? Wrong like, tink tink. Wrong tink tink. <laughs> she's like, and then Chandler comes out like, what's going on? She's like, you were supposed to be naked in there. But really now funny. it was the other one. <laughs> yeah. 
And so at this point, you know. So now we're kind of like starting a circle of uh, shower peeping amongst the friends. Right. And so that's where we, uh, we'll see what happens later when she tries to finally get to see him naked. So the revenge continues. All right. Enough of the, uh, trying to see each other naked scenes here. (laughs) So anyway, um, we're at the coffee house now at Central Park and everyone's hanging out. Phoebe walks in and she's like, Hey guys. Roger has a dinner thing tonight, and he wants to invite all of you guys. Oh, boy. And Chandler goes... Of course, at this point, everyone's just like, uh... Chandler's like, Chandler's like, huh! Like that kind of smirky laugh, you know? And uh, You can't blame them after their prior experiences. Yeah, and Phoebe's like, what? What's wrong? You know, and Ross is like... Still kind of confused as to Yeah, she has no idea. (laughs) And Ross is like, well, it's just... You know, and then Monica's like, you know, and then Rachel finally says it. It's just we hate him. We hate him, and then it's like an avalanche. Everyone just falls on top of it. A domino effect. Like they're just like, sorry, we hate him. We really do. Like, don't everybody jump on the sword at once? You know. And Phoebe's like, well, maybe you guys are just like, you know, overthinking it. Like maybe he's just so perceptive that it just freaked you guys out. You know, and they're just like. Nah. Look at Phoebe trying to protect her man. Oh, <laughs> but they're just like, sorry, Phoebes, but we just we just can't. We don't like him. And she looks pretty like bummed out, but you know. Yeah, because you know, like your friends backing the person you're currently into means a lot. Yeah. So um, that's gonna come back to this scene. But for now, we go over to Joey's apartment, and he's trying to put the sofa bed back together, and. A new person knocks on the door. A new challenger approaches. And it's Joey's mom. For real this time. Mrs. <laughs> Mrs. Tribbiani, the official. <laughs> TM. Uh, and uh, Joey's like, Ma, what you doing here? You know, and she has like a bag of groceries and she's like, I came to give you this and this and like smacks him in the head. And Jeez. <laughs> he's like, what was that for? And I Tough guess. Tough love for real. I guess Mrs. Tribbiani, like, has always known that the dad had a secret affair this whole time. But in her mind, they kind of, like, made some sort of delicate ecosystem out of it. Well, the thing is, Mr. Tribbiani doesn't know that she knows. You know, it's, like, her little secret to herself. Um, And Joey's like, wait, and you're okay with this? And she's, like, trying to explain her system, like... I don't think you understand, son. Like, you know, your dad was never happy. He always complained about everything. Jeez. And when that happened, like, come on. How do you think I'm not going to know? Your dad is no, like, freaking, like, I don't know what actor she said, but she was, like, saying that he was, like, he's, like, not no, like, biggest handsome guy in the book, right? Like, he's just average. And she's, like, come And then on. she was, like, also noticing the changes in his behavior and yeah. everything. Yeah, and she was, was like, like, oh, now you're nice all of a sudden? Yeah. What's really going on? <laughs> But she was also like, come on, I know your dad was cheating on me after his cover-up stories. Like, I'm sleeping at my accountant's house. Like, what? And she's just like, come on. Well, that's just a terrible lie in general. Yeah, so she's known. And Joey's like, well, why are you okay with it? You know, he's trying to understand the dynamic here. And she's like, sweetie, the thing is, when that started happening, your dad has been more attentive to me. It's like he's guilty. Right? Because he knows he's doing something wrong. Yeah, it's guilt love. It's like, I'm going to do all these nice things for you because of what I'm doing behind you. But I guess the way she sees it is, 
you know what? It's his new hobby. <laughs> it's a hobby for him. You know, most people get like, you know, model yeah, pla- model planes, cars or something. They, this guy just, you know, yeah. go, go gets a person. And she's like, <laughs> you know, he's sweeter to her. And it's because of all that guilt, knowing that he's like cheating on her. But, you know, she's just kind of like, whatever. She's accepted it. If that's what makes her happy. It's almost like a strange kind of complacency. Yeah. And then Joey's like, okay, mom, you know. And she's like at the end like, so did you meet her? (laughs) Joey's like, yeah. You're ten times prettier, mom. She's like, good boy. Can I take her? (laughs) And Joey's like, with that ring? (laughs) Yeah, no doubt. And she's like wearing like this big jade like ring. But anyway, so that's cool. So that was another moment of meeting Mrs. Tribbiani, another family member of the uh, friends One heck of a way to meet the Tribbiani family. But, uh. You see where the heart is. Yeah. And so we're back at the coffee house. Now, remember, we're going back into Phoebe. Da-da. And Roger. Yes. You know, and uh, he's kind of like. Everyone's favorite analyst. Yep. And he's noticing, like, her vibe is a little off. That something's wrong. Like, what's wrong? And she's like, nothing. Nothing at all. You know. She's like, he's like, come on. Little does she know. He's like, come on. She's about to get a taste. And she, like, lays on his lap like you would do at a shrink or something. And... You know, said maybe not, like, lay your head on your shrink. Yeah, right? Be, be on a separate couch. She just, like, laid on his, like, <laughs> like lap or whatever. But it's okay, because they're dating. Um, And she was telling him. She's telling him, like, well, her friends don't like him. And he was just kind of like... Huh. <laughs> well, I don't blame him. Uh, just, like, really matter-of-factly about it. He's like, well... I would I wouldn't want to be friends with this kind of dynamic where everybody's dysfunctional. Oh, so look who's he, getting defensive yeah, all of a sudden. So he now he's upset. Starts throwing shade at, you know, the characters and Phoebe's listening to this crap like, uh, okay, now like, she's seeing it. What's your problem? Now she's starting <laughs> to see the judgment and what everybody else is seeing in him, you know. Yeah, it's almost like he's getting a taste of his own medicine. Yeah. He's like he was so good at uh analyzing everyone else's like little internal issues at the moment that they throw like some you know what maybe we just don't like you his way he can't deal with it yeah and then you start to see some of his demons yeah and then you know uh phoebe was just like laying there like kind of like okay fine you know what i'm over this so just so you guys know i just want to point something out here though in this scene or this like where phoebe's at the coffee house I love her makeup and her outfit, by the way. Like, she just looks gorgeous. Chris is fashion corner. <laughs> Sorry, I had to bring that up. But boop, boop, boop. anyways, as we're coming to an end of this episode, you know, we, we go to the next scene and we're at Monica's apartment. And at this point, you know, Joey's like talking to everybody, giving them the update about dad and like, yeah, so I guess my mom's okay with it. I guess she's known. Dad doesn't know she knows. And my sister put a restraining order on her husband. And he's like, okay, I know that has nothing to do with my... Last one's kind of irrelevant, but, you know, we're sharing. He's like, but I just found that out today. So I'm sharing it. And also, they're eating pizza, which is Joey's favorite food. (laughs) We like pizza. (laughs) And Phoebe walks in, looking bummed out, and they're asking her what's wrong. And uh, she broke up with... Roger. Roger. Yeah. So they're like, oh, I'm sorry, Phoebe. And they're like, she's like, yeah, right. No. And they're like, no, seriously, we're sorry it didn't work out. Yeah. You know, we're your friends. We care. Yeah. And Phoebe's like, 
whatever. I hate that guy. So now she She's agrees like, yeah, with yeah, everybody. Yeah, we hate him. Oh man. Pitchforks. But yeah, so uh that's that, you know, and this takes us to the very last scene where we go. The role switch at the very end. Because this time it's Joey getting revenge since Rachel saw him naked instead of Chandler. Because throughout the episode, uh, the <laughs> circle of nudity continues. Yes. And now we go to Joey's turn. He wants to see some nipulars. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, we're keeping that adjective. Keep plugging it. But uh, so he goes over to Monica and Rachel's thinking that he's going to get a chance to see Rachel naked. And uh, it was Monica. <laughs> da, da. So then Monica, like... After that scene, like, takes, Flash pan to another one. takes them to Joey's apartment, and Monica's like, all right, I'm gonna get you back now, Joey. <laughs> and guess what? It's oh, Mr. She, Triviani. Oh, she, gets a, she gets a Triviani, all right. It's Mr. Triviani. Vintage Triviani. Senior. <laughs> so she's just like, oh, uh, uh, and he kind of was like, oh, okay. Hey, I'm okay with this. <laughs> Why are you just staring? <laughs> and that... My friends, is the end of this episode. And hopefully the end of the boobies. The struggle of nudity continues. Yep. Peep on your friends. <laughs> wow. Whoa. <laughs> that was definitely a detailed episode. <laughs> say, right okay. down to the last nipular. And I would say my favorite part of this episode is the Joey and Chandler moment. You know, that's a really good highlight. Yeah, that was really cool because you, you know, Chandler is the funny man. Joey's like the ladies man and he's like the jokester too. So it's kind of like you see a serious side of them, like that friendship and that like, hey, we're guys, but like we're here for each other. So uh, I definitely appreciated the long running gag. Oh, like uh, very rarely do you get those opportunities to keep on like double downing on a joke, but I like that it just kept getting proceedingly more funny. Like yeah. every time, it's like, all right, who's gonna be behind the curtain this time? Seriously, and just overall, you know, this whole episode gives you a little bit of comedy all the time. You know, a little bit of somebody's background and the family that you get to meet in each character's life. So, pretty cool. Indeed. And on that note, folks, that is the end of this episode of The Barker Lounge. Uh, apologies in advance for the lateness of this release. Due to some unforeseen circumstances, had to get crunching a little bit later than usual. But, as always, we will not fail you. We'll be here for you. And, uh, loving what we're seeing on the analytics. Shout out to our international friends. Woohoo! Ireland and... Germany! Yes, yes. And as always, we appreciate you guys for tuning in every Monday and every Friday with us here. And just don't forget to follow us on our Instagram page at The Barker Lounge, where you can see our listening platforms on our bio. All right, guys. Catch you on the next one.
let's get to it. The one with the boobies. Ah. <laughs> uh. <Titties. laughs> Breasts. 